OnlyFans founder Tim Stokely says banks forced him to ban porn. So let's get right into the story. So the founder of OnlyFans blames big banks like J.P. Morgan Chase for forcing him to ban sexually explicit content and says the company will absolutely bring back porn if Wall Street becomes more accepting. The change in policy we had, no choice. The short answer is banks. OnlyFans founder and CEO Tim Stokely told the Financial Times on Tuesday. He said unfair banks often unfairly flag transactions or even outright refuse to work with OnlyFans due to reputational risk, making it difficult for the company to transfer money to the hundreds of thousands of sex workers who use the platform to sell explicit photos and videos. Now, here's the thing, right? Like a good, actually, like a good solution to this is two things, right? One, having some sort of like a cryptocurrency option where people could just pay in cryptocurrency. Let's just say like Dogecoin, right, for their memberships, right? Which I think is converted into cash and all that kind of stuff, right? Or you end up teaming up with a transaction provider, right? Who is basically the middleman between you and the banks, right? Where they end up are willing to take all the risk, right? Because if that's the case, then banks are more like typically more than willing to actually go and do that. So it's an option, right? But he's probably already tried to do that as well, just because of how much money is actually going on. So, you know, that's something just to really think about, right? Stokely's comments come less than a week after OnlyFans announced it will ban sexually explicit content on the platform while still allowing some nudity. Many sex workers who use OnlyFans said they were blindsided by the abrupt rule change after having built lucrative followings selling dirty pictures and videos on the platform. I'm beyond disappointed in OnlyFans' decision. Angry and betrayed would be a more accurate description. OnlyFans creator Courtney Tilia, who rakes in between 20000 and $100,000 per month on the platform. That's crazy, right? So Stokely argued that the explicit content ban is designed to protect people like Tilia. This decision was made to safeguard their funds and subscriptions for increasingly unfair actions by banks and media companies. We obviously do not want to lose our most loyal creators, he said. Stokely said that OnlyFans pays out over $300 million each month to more than 1 million creators. The founder also slammed several big banks by name for discriminating against sex workers. So J.P. Morgan Chase is particularly aggressive in closing accounts of sex workers or any business that supports sex workers, he said. So Bank of New York Mellon, meanwhile, has flagged or rejected every wire transfer associated with OnlyFans, making it difficult for the company to transfer money into creators' bank accounts, according to Stokely. He also accused London-based Metro Bank of abruptly closing OnlyFans' corporate account in 2019. So J.P. Morgan Chase declined to comment, and Bank of New York, Mellon, and Metro Bank did not immediately reply to requests for comment. So Stokely said that if banks become more accepting of sex workers, 
OnlyFans would absolutely allow sexually explicit content on his platform once again. So in order to help enforce the new policy when it takes effect on October 1st, Stokely said OnlyFans is hiring nearly 200 new moderators to join the company's team of, a, of almost 1,000 people who are involved in policing content. He also pushed back on reports that OnlyFans is trying to shake its CD image in order to attract money from more traditional venture capital investors. We didn't make this policy change to make it easier to find investors, Stokely said, contradicting a recent Axios report that claimed OnlyFans was looking to raise money to partially cash out majority owner and porn tycoon Leo Rudvinsky and lend the company more legitimacy. The company recently launched a safe-for-work iPhone and Android app called OFTV that does not allow nudity, part of what many observers saw as a broader push to clean up the company's image. Many investment firms have agreements that prevent them from investing in vice industries like porn, alcohol, and firearms. So, you know, this is like a really interesting uh, situation, right? Now, what I see as a potential solution to this is because due to OnlyFans making literally so much money, what is to stop them from simply being 100% independent, right? And what I mean by that is that there's two ways that they could basically do this, right? They could actually potentially just create their very own bank account, right? Meaning like they could literally create an OnlyFans bank that is specifically just 100% focused on the funding of their company, right? So when they collect all the money, right? So basically they're going to, have to team up with, you know, maybe Visa, MasterCard, whatever, right? Some sort of transaction company, right? Where they could actually collect the money, right? But literally set up their own bank, right? Like literally be their own bank. Because if they're able to become their own bank, they don't have to rely on other banks and other banks with their checking accounts, their savings accounts, all their different accounts, all their hurdles, because they could get banned from them at any point, right? But if they were to create their own entity, that's something that they should really do, right? Or they should end up doing something like where they could still end up putting all this type of content on there, but to do it, you have to pay in cryptocurrency, let's say like Bitcoin or something or Dogecoin, right? Just so that there's that option, right? That is not controlled by these other banks. And they could easily just set something up that's like automatically, you know, sending them back like, you know, 20% or whatever, and then giving the uh, content creators 80%, I believe is their setup right now, right? They could easily set something up like that. So... That's something to really think about because if they are simply able to just not rely on banks, it solves their problem 100%, right? Now, obviously, they're still going to have to you know, deal with like laws, regulations, all that kind of stuff, right? But when it comes to simply dealing with the whole financial situation, if they're able to just basically make themselves 100% independent, meaning they are not relying on like traditional banks 
to where they store the money or where they transact money, it could save them one, a lot of headache, but then also it could actually help out the creators on these on this platform, right? Because then they know that their money is secure because the company is the ones that are truly backing it, right? Like imagine if you were like working for a company and you knew basically no matter what, they're going to be able to pay you money, right? So every time you end up putting in work, you know that your paycheck is coming regardless, no matter what, right? Even if the company were to close down immediately, randomly, right? You know that there's money in the bank, in their bank, in the company's bank to be able to pay the creators, period, end of story. And that's something to really think about because this is the problem when you don't, like when you're not independent to the extent that you basically have to bend over for all these banks. Like you want to be truly, and I mean truly independent so that you could go and make money without having to rely on banks that might just end up just completely screwing you over, right? So hopefully this guy is able to do that because there's a lot of people using OnlyFans to make a lot of money. And the problem that I see is that probably a lot of those creators were living paycheck to paycheck because they're probably thinking, oh, this kind of money is going to be lasting forever. This $100,000 months are going to last forever. So they're probably like living a lifestyle of a multi-millionaire, if not billionaire, spending a hundred grand a month, right? Because they know that they could just make it next month, right? Because of subscription and all that kind of stuff. And that's what's sad, right? Like, if all these creators basically was just debt-free and was just collecting all this cash this whole time, basically becoming their own bank, in a sense, because of the amount of cash that they actually have and can basically go and do whatever they want, whenever they want, right? They wouldn't really worry too much about this, right? Like, they would be able to ride this through until it gets better, right? Or end up doing something else or creating their own website or something like that, right? Instead of having to rely on this. But... There's going to be so many people basically doing probably really stupid things to try to make quick money because they were probably living paycheck to paycheck because of how much money they were actually making. They just did not care, right? So this is something that you can learn from this. Make sure to like if you're making like crazy amounts of money very quickly, make sure to pay off all of your debt create an emergency fund, and start investing for your future that will produce some sort of cash flow. And if you want to learn how to do this, go check out 40inbox.com, and good luck to Tim Stokely. Hopefully he can solve this issue. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation. And it's very straight to the point. And if you want to learn how to make money online, go down below as well. And we'll see you in future episodes.